Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another Steelers hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is the Shannon White and the Tony Defio. And I got to tell you, this is uh, this is what the show is named after. We had a therapy session yesterday after the Pittsburgh Steelers took a 41 to 10 loss to that team known as the Cincinnati Bengals. No, the Escaloser was not fired up. All we know is that, yeah, it was a rough, rough day, my friends, in Pittsburgh. So when we talk about hangovers, yep, here's the here's what the hangover is all about. <laughs> this is face down in a gutter hangover when the Steelers lose like that. And there are a lot of questions now. The biggest question now is, has the postseason road for the Steelers gotten almost hard and impossible to find on the map after that loss in Cincy. Before we answer that, let's welcome my friends, Tony Defio. How are you, my friend? I am great. I am fantastic. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm glad I didn't play in that game yesterday because I, I w- I'd be afraid to leave my house. I had a Steeler hat on when I went to do my laundry today and I took it off. So, but other than that, I'm doing great. How are you guys? <laughs> really good i was afraid considering really good and then considering with the breaking news from an hour or two ago still pretty good we'll get to that in a second shannon white what is up my friend i'm still recovering from yesterday i'm i'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) but we're we're gonna talk about it talk out my feelings and share them with the world and, and it'll help so you know some places, this is like $200 an hour, what you're going to get That's here. Right. So, yeah. so be thankful for that. This is, uh, this is cheap therapy. And you are getting a lot of love on the live chat right now, Shannon White, for your Marvel shirt. So if you cannot see it live, he's got this really cool, it's just a black t-shirt <laughs> with the, the red background on the, uh, the white Marvel print. And I tell you what, it looks really cool. So that's I marvel about you. And Tony, what are you wearing today? What uh I'm wearing blue. blue shirt. <laughs> and Tony's wearing blue, and I'm wearing a Donnie Shell jersey. So there you go. But we always welcome the first person in on the hangover, and it's George Testin saying, Hey guys, what is up, George? Also, so many friends in the live chat. We appreciate all of you coming in, and thank you so much for uh for hanging out with us tonight and there's a lot of people there's a lot of thoughts that yeah it's uh it's really bad here in pittsburgh um maddie peverell says bad offering by the corner two dollar rants one day 200 psych sessions the next yeah it's uh yeah i'm a little bit uh lucy from the uh lucy van pelt from the uh peanuts today uh yesterday i was lucy taking the football away so uh that stuff happens too as we are all fans and that was a very frustrating game of course so gentlemen i'm gonna ask you straight out can you see the playoffs on the map for the steelers shannon white no (laughs) i am i'm the eternal optimist everybody knows that but being a lack of talent and a lack of depth is one thing a lack of effort uh, is another, and you know they, the Bengals come out and said after the week three 
victory in Pittsburgh that they felt like the Steelers quit. This was the opportunity they had to answer. And this time they didn't even show up. So I'm, I'm an eternal optimist, but unless things uh, change and change in a big way, I just, with the schedule remaining schedule left, I don't see the Steelers making the playoffs. Shannon, this is uh, a lot of people in the live chat are, uh, are thinking that, wow, this is, this is a departure for Shannon White because <laughs> you, you are an optimist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you said something there. It's a <laughs> lack of effort. Can you explain that a little more? Why do you feel, do you feel that they, the prophecy of Tyler Boyd after week three saying they quit? Do you feel like the Steelers players quit on Mike Tomlin here? Quit. Okay, here's an example. In the past, how would mean Joe Green, Jack Lambert, Greg Lloyd, James Harrison, any of these past defensive leaders, just on the defensive side of the ball, how would they have responded? Calling saying somebody quits about like saying they're soft. You know, how how would they have responded in the past? I guarantee you it would not have been pretty. They would have been penalties and fines and everything else the next time that they went head-to-head with that team. Um, but yesterday, they were some of the guys that, honestly, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell they even wanted to be out there. <laughs> and, I, and I'll start out with the, the poster boy is Devin Bush. Uh, he's just running around. He's contact adverse. Um, you know, he doesn't act like he even wants to make a play. He tries to run around blocks. He, he won't even – Tim, it ain't even the right word to use. And I think that that was – you know, they got smacked in the mouth two straight times by the Bengals, and this was their opportunity to stand up. And they didn't even try – they got smacked in the mouth again yesterday, and they didn't even try to get up for the eight count. Mm-hmm. They just laid there. So that's more concerning to me. I don't care if they lose. I don't care if they struggle. Because there's going to be some of that with the young team. Uh, Steelers replaced 13 starters from last year, half the starters. There's going to be struggles. But the one thing that you can control is the effort. And when a guy's out there giving it his all and he's fighting, you could tell. And I didn't see that out of a lot of guys yesterday. So that was very discouraging for me. Tony. So I want to bring up something. We've got a lot to talk about. We could, so many branches we could go on the tree of Shannon White that just put out there and uh, very thought, very thought out and very candid answers. So thank you, Shannon. Tony, it came out today that of everything that was happening, and we still haven't gotten to the breaking news yet. Um, everybody knows what the breaking news is, but let's just say this first before I get to that. It also came out today, the headline after a loss like that, and I read this, that Chase Claypool says, <laughs> we should have music in practice. Right. And I think... Is that is that one of the problems here, Tony? Well, I mean, if he was trying to win a bet on what he could say that would make the Steelers fans angry than anything else, he probably won. I, I don't understand what that, that was all about. What, what difference does it make if there's music in practice? I mean... <laughs> uh practice is practice and you're supposed to be it's a professional I, I i hey believe me i love i'm all for these guys having fun you know me i i, I advocate for that kind of stuff but 
why why you need music at, at practice to to make it more fun. I mean, that's not when you're supposed to be having fun. You're supposed to be practicing and 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 uh, getting prepared for the for the upcoming opponent. So I don't know what the heck he was trying to do there, other than uh, anger Steelers fans everywhere. Well, this came out because he was saying. I didn't read the entire article. I was kind of disgusted, and I'm a Chase Claypool fan. I I'm not going to say that uh, that I'm not, but all I'm going to say is, wow, you you have a team that lost that bad, and this comes out now. I do not know when the comments were made, and he was trying to say, hey, we get all fired up with music before the game on the field when we're doing pregame warmups. We should have them and in practice yeah but i just don't know if this is uh something that we want to read right now like you said tony well i mean you're supposed to be a, you know obviously you're, you're 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 you have to be paying attention to detail and during practice i mean that's when you know like I, you know in my orientation i'm learning about distractive distracted driving and everything and they say you can't do two things at once you think you're doing two things at once but you're really not so if you're dancing and listening to music during practice, how are you learning anything? Like, how are you learning the game plan? How are you processing any of that stuff? So I, I just, like I said, it just, even if he felt that way, even if he thinks that, uh, take it to your bosses. Don't, don't say it in public because you're just, you're, you're not going to win that battle with anybody. Um, you know, one time I ate a sandwich and watched television all at the same time but that's the most multitasking <laughs> right that i can do um but with that being said fellas the bigger news and we're going to get back to the state of the team we're we're definitely going to do that but we do have to jump to the tj watt situation tj watt is on the covid list um the covid19 reserve list this came out just what about three hours ago fellas and yeah. Tony, I'm going to start with you. What was your knee-jerk reaction when you saw that? I was like, of course. I mean, of course, uh, TJ Watt uh, is on the COVID list now, on, on the COVID IR list. I mean, it just, it just, it, it's, it's, it's on brand for the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, everybody knows what 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 this guy means to the team. I mean, you know, obviously he didn't really do much on Sunday, but overall, when, when he's not in there, they're just not even they're barely competitive. So uh, when I saw that, I was, I was like, you know, the, basically your last chance to stay in the playoff race, I think, you know, against Baltimore on, on Sunday and, and and you lose your best player potentially. And it's just to me, it's just it's just, of course, that's my reaction. Of course. Shannon White, does this seem like insult meet injury? Yeah, as Tony said, it's par for the course. <laughs> it's this season has just went like that. Um, you know, every time you feel like that they're starting to gain some momentum, losing Dotson, that line when he's since he's been out, they cannot generate. He's their best lineman, uh, and they can't generate any power and push open lanes. Uh, you know, in the middle, and coming into the season with Ben at his age and limitations they knew that they had to have uh, an effective line and and running game to help support him and they were going to lean on their defense well before the season even started you don't have to it then alulu goes down and now even though they showed a few weeks there that they were running the ball more effectively without dotson they can't generate anything and if ben has to throw more than 35 times in a game 
they lose because that's just where they are now. And so, it, like Tony said, it's just one one thing after another. But without what they generate, very little pass rush. So some things I'm reading on the live chat, this is really interesting. It, it has a lot to do with TJ Watt. Steelers Freak says TJ was a ghost yesterday. Yeah. Minus mauling Burroughs on the pick. He ain't 100%, so it is the best time for him to have it. I mean, that tells me, and and I'm definitely not going to dispute that. Um, that's an interesting comment. Do you think that, Tony, do you think that he was he was already feeling symptoms of it yesterday. I mean, possibly, I mean, to, to, to be put on the list today, less, what, I guess 24 hours after yesterday's game. And it, it, it's hard to believe that he wasn't, you know, if he's symptomatic, it's hard to believe he, he was at hundred percent yesterday. And then you combine that with coming back from, from an injured hip and knee. I'm, I'm sure he wasn't at hundred percent. I mean, I mean, he, it was probably his worst game of the year. Maybe his worst game as a Steeler. He didn't really do anything yesterday. He, his most notable thing, like Steeler Freak said, was was quote unquote blocking Joe Burrow out of frustration. During, <laughs> that was the only time he could touch him the entire game because uh, you know uh, he was he was blocking uh, Burrow on the on the uh, Minka uh, interception. So yeah, he was probably. I'd say if he was if he was seventy percent yesterday, I'd be I'd be surprised by that. So Shannon White, are you saying that? If Steelers freak is right, are you saying that TJ wasn't even in the game yesterday? I don't know if, if he was feeling the effects of the COVID. You could tell he wasn't 100%. There was a couple of times I watched him because he just wasn't himself. And you would see him when he went back to the sidelines a couple of times limping. And he was talking to one of the trainers and he was kind of, you know, looking at the side of his knee pointing at that and talking to the trainer. Sometimes you're not hurt bad enough to come out of the game, but you're nowhere near 100%. And as a pass rusher in the NFL, if you're not, it's going to severely limit you. And he was trying. You could see him giving effort. He's not one of them I'm talking about who wasn't giving effort. Uh, he tried, and he was so frustrated because he couldn't perform up to his standards. But that's because, you know, he probably forced himself to come back quicker than he should have because of how important these, you know, this game was and the next game. And, and I feel, I hate it for him now that he's got COVID. <laughs> so um, with him being on the reserve list, I, uh, the, my initial re <laughs> excuse me, knee jerk reaction is that we're not going to see him on Sunday. Um, but you never know, depending on each situation. Brad Jewett says Bengals just ran for over 200 on us without TJ. Baltimore about to go for 350 on the ground <sighs> with Lamar Jackson guys. That's possible. Well, mm -hmm. well, Shannon, Shannon pointed out about a month ago after the Seattle game, he, his concerns about, uh, about th their ability to stop the run because of the game plan that Seattle uh, put out there on that was the Sunday night football game. And yeah. I don't know what Cleveland was thinking. I don't know what, what, what was going through that, their minds when they <laughs> played Pittsburgh. But everybody else has exploited it since then. 586 yards in the last three games. I mean, it just shows you how important to it and the Lualu are. And I don't know how you rectify that because it's Hayward and a, and, and a bunch of guys who are, I mean, Wormley, Wormley's a nice vet, solid veteran, but he's not even at a Lualu's level. And we, we know he's not at Tua's level. And then you have a bunch of guys that are essentially backups and you don't know if they're ever going to develop into anything. So it's, it's, it's a concern, especially next week. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. We just talked about 
the fact that he that TJ Watt's not going to be there. We're not getting a Lulu back. We don't know about about to it at this point, and we can't even speculate. But the question for me is the guy that we were hoping to have back two weeks ago and last week is Joe Hayden. How much does Joe Hayden drive this team, Shannon? Well, it's um, they've lost the the last eight games he's missed. I think they haven't won a game without him since 2017. Jeez, and you know it's hard to explain why that is, but you can't deny it. You know it's not a coincidence. Oh, for eight, um, he is so important to that secondary. I don't know if it's just leadership or they can, you know, maybe help on the other side more because, you know, he's, they trust him on his side, but uh, with him being out, I almost changed my pick because <laughs> they just don't win without him. They don't right. win without what either. Uh, so, you know, that could be a double whammy. If both of them guys out. I'm definitely picking against them. <laughs> Tony, back to the title of the show. Is there any stretch of your imagination that you think the Steelers could make the playoffs right now? Uh, honestly, no. I mean, and, and that's because and not because of yesterday, because that happens to teams every now and then. But, but like I've been saying, and I've been saying this since the offseason, this is a seven to ten win team, depending on how a few plays shake out over the course of the year. And, and you saw against Detroit, you know, they fumbled twice in overtime. Uh, Rudolph misses a wide up in Ray Ray McLeod. You know, everything that happened in that game, you, you make any of those plays, you probably win that game. LA, they were compromised due to injury. And, uh, and, and that's a fact, but they still had a chance to win at the end and they needed one more stop and they couldn't make it. So, you know, you win those two games, you're seven and four going into your last six weeks. And, and I could see them winning three out of the last six games, you know, and you get in the playoffs at that point. Now, uh, I think at minimum you need to win four games out of six and with what, how they're playing and who they're playing. I just don't see how you come up with four wins at this point. I just don't, I don't see it at this point. I don't, I'm very pessimistic about it. However, I want to do, I do want to bring up, bring up Jacob Shalmo. The Steelers can make the playoffs. I don't see it, but the Colts Raiders chargers all have tough schedules. And it's really interesting with everybody. Everybody else is playing. Uh, Luck's the only way they're going to make the make the playoffs now. A uh, another four interception game from Lamar Jackson, like he did have last night, and survived it. How many quarterbacks survive a four touchdown game, gentlemen? I'm going to ask you a question: Does John Harbaugh have a purple horseshoe shoved up his butt right now? I mean. Uh, you look at how the Steelers were winning games this time last year. That's kind of what the Ravens are doing, except they're, you know, they have three losses instead of, you know, being undefeated. And we saw how it cut up to the Steelers over those last five games. So uh, six, if you count the playoffs. So, I mean, I think they're playing on borrowed time right now. I think the Bengals might be, might be the best team in the division. And so the thing for me, gentlemen, is they have to win this week. They have to find a way at 425. Yeah to to shock and awe and beat the Bengals and that's that excuse me beat the Ravens and that's going to be a really hard thing to do but I've seen it with this team do I believe it all I know is history tells us they've done stuff like this before um 
so that's all I'm going to say about that. We have another second half of the show to talk about. We are going to uh, talk about so many things here about this team. We're going to vent. And remember, if you want to use the super chat function to go ahead and get to the top of the queue, we would be glad to accept that as well. And we would go ahead and take your your uh, comments. We're also going to do a question and answer show in the second half as well with so much going on in Steeler Nation. Somebody mentioned, and I think it was Leonard mentioned, when is this team going to get some good news? Hmm. And we're going to uh, we're going to examine that when we come back. What kind of good news would be good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers? So with that, Shannon White, Tony Defio, we will be back right after this on the Steelers Hangover from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. 